Thank you today for joining us on Dwell in the Land podcast. I'm your host, uh, my name is Rocco Tusi. And today we have a special guest with us who is going to introduce himself to you. And I believe that it's going to be a beautiful time uh, speaking to our guest today. So we are starting uh, by talking to uh, our guest just to introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you for having me on the podcast this morning. My name is Ladi Uluwale, and I work in the one of the top financial services bank in the U.S. I work in the corporate and investment bank unit, um, doing more credit risk analysis. I've been in the U.S. for roughly about 15, 20, 15 to 16 years, thereabout. I've been basically... Um, Work. I came here initially to school, did my graduate program in finance and economics. Thereafter, I got hired by one of the banks and I've been working ever since with one of the banks. And then I changed career to another bank and um, basically working in the financial services. That's what I've been doing. Thank you for having me. In, uh, in your own opinion, why do you think people relocate? Either to, to Ghana, to China, to Japan, United States included, or maybe from your own experience, why do you think people relocate? I believe people relocate mostly to um, to have an improved standard of living or a better welfare for themselves or for their family. Uh, those are the two major reasons I, I honestly believe people relocate. I, I like that uh, the word uh, for family welfare to, I mean, to get a better uh, standard of living and for family reason. I also want to go further to uh, that before you relocated uh, to the United States, what was your profession? What were you doing when you were in another country before you came to the US? So before I came to the U.S., I was actually working also in financial services in the bank, one of the banks in Nigeria, um, working in the also in the risk management group. Um, that's basically what I was doing before I came to, over to the United States. And I loved working in the banking sector. Um, so when I came over to the United States, I studied um, economics and finance to basically pursue the same career. Well, from your own experience, so you say that uh, that there is really no difference between the business of banking in Africa and in the United States or compare when you put the two side by side. Uh, what what really do you think is the difference? I believe they are huge, uh, majorly different. Uh, in um, Nigeria, even though you have the retail bank, business banking, commercial bank sector, um, which is kind of similar to what we have in the U.S., but when you talk more about the commercial and the corporate and investment bank, they're totally different. There's a lot of analysis data involved in um, in the U.S. compared to Nigeria, uh, majorly because we don't um, they really don't have much of data gathering and analysis in um, in, in Africa or in Nigeria, um, that's improving now. But um, at the time I was 
there almost 10, 20 years ago, there was very, very little data together in order to make those projections or analysis. And um, so that's where we are right now. Um, definitely, there's more work to be done in, in Nigeria and Africa, and it's totally different in the US where you have to do a lot of projections and analysis. When you look at uh, the fact that there are a lot of people who, who, who read economics and finance, they are cab drivers, they are not even close to working in the bank. Uh, how did you get yourself into, into, the, into the career, into, into being in the bank? What was the career path? Because I have seen a lot of people, uh, they, can, they, don't, they, don't, they don't get plugged in like you did. So one of the major advantages I had was, number one, um, I already had like about three years banking experience actually in Nigeria. I came over here, studied economics, finance in relation to banking. Thereafter, um, I think the major advantage I had plugging into that sector was actually because I was hired from, from the school. So we had a career fair in uh, the school I attended in California State University. So um, the bank came over, they had a, a stand, and then um, that actually helped me to network to get into the sector, into the banking industry. So one of the advantages I'll say um, for most people to plug in into an industry or an institution they would like to work in I'll say the school that they attend is very, very important because you find out that um, some organizations go to different schools to hire directly from the school. So that helps a lot to plug in into that sector or into the industry compared to if you have to throw your resume out there on the career site of any company. There are over 1,000 or 2,000, 5,000 people applying for the same job. So it's more competitive that way compared to having a direct one-on-one relationship with someone that comes over to your school with limited applicants. So so your advice really is is whatever you want to do, try to find a school that majorly uh, they are known for it. Attend that school, then uh, try to be hired from school. Yes, that's a major advantage. That's a major advantage. Yes. Now, what, what are, I mean, how, how many years have you been in the banking industry in the United States now? In the United States since 2015, so that's about about six about 16 years in the United States. Um, I went back briefly to Nigeria for about four four years. So altogether, I've been in in the banking industry for about 19, 20 years. Wow. And I then asked you what what really have been your survival strategies because our people complain a lot where there is discrimination out there you know there is not opportunity for for people who are who are foreigners you know there are all kind of stories going on really what is the survival strategy for you and what do you think can be the survival strategy you know out there for anyone who is in there struggling complaining and having challenges. I believe my first uh, survival strategy is for you, for for me to be um, top notch or to be high up there in knowing uh, what is expected of me in terms of 
my career path. So what that simply means is, you know, for every role you take in, you have to make sure that it's not just about taking any role. You have to ensure that the role you're applying for is something you, first of all, you're very interested in. Because if you're interested in a particular role, then you put in your, you're like most likely to put in your best. So if one can put in their best in any role they, they are in, I think that would distinguish the individual. For example, I was, first of all, with one of the other organizations and um, I was actually rated, um, I'm the number one credit officer in the business banking role in the whole of, um, in the whole of Texas. And prior to that, um, I was also um, rated second in the whole of the United States. So number one, the quality of your, of your job is very, very important. You must be very, very, must ensure you produce very top-notch quality. Having the job knowledge is very, very important, but the quality of your job is very, very important. So regardless of the sector you're in, you have to produce very, 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 very strong quality productions. Looking at the two uh, environments, two different cultures in Africa and in America, what's, what's really, what role does culture have to play in, in the banking industry, especially in the area where you, you, are, you, are, you are serving? I mean, culture is very, very important. Um, the area where I'm serving right now, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of interest in culture and diversity. Um, the bank plays a lot of role to ensure that um, there are different, different cultures, different diversities uh, in any role. So you, and that's very, very important. And the other important thing is, even though you have you have well diversified um, individuals in your role or in your group, it's also very important to network yourself between between different um, different races. Because you just don't want to be sidelined with a particular race that does not help you. It doesn't show that you are you have very strong interpersonal skills, so to speak. So that's very very important to have um, very strong interpersonal skills with your with different races and with your colleagues in your group. Let's look at someone who is uh, who is trying to relocate from wherever, whatever nation to the United States now, uh, what do you think uh, the person should do in terms of coming into a career like yours? I think the first thing any individual should do to try to get into the financial industry is um, to actually study um, courses that are related to finance, such as accounting or business management. Accounting is very, very important. Um, However, um, it's not a do or break situation because it, what's most important is for individual for the individual to be able to grasp what's required of them um, to be able to learn fast. So that's very very important. But mostly, uh, if you want to go into the banking or financial industry, depending on what area of the bank you want to go to, you want to go into, it's always good to have a finance or economics background. Um, that's very important. Two, um, the other thing that's very important is to do early networking. So what that means is, for example, if you know you're going to graduate, say, next year, summer, you should, there are 
already roles that are open in different career, different organizations right now for next year's application. So you want to be an early applicant to the different roles out there. Um, secondly, it's also good to, like I said initially, to have interpersonal skills with different people. You have to relate with people. You have to find out what organizations, what's good about different organizations, what company is good in terms of diversity, what company is good in terms of career growth. Um, that's very important because um, to some people, they just want to get in into the system, into an organization, but you get stuck because sometimes there are no opportunities for growth. And that's very, very important for you to be able to, to grow in your career. So that's why some people jump shift from one organization to the other because there's no opportunity for growth. So um, that's very important to know what's tr- what is strong about different organizations and why that particular organization. If you have to start all over again, what would you do differently? And any mistake to avoid it? Uh, why? If you are just going to start all over again now. If I'm going to start all over again, I think um, I'll most likely want to know what area of banking I want to get into, whether it's retail, commercial, corporate, and investment bank. What area of banking is do I really want to get into? That's what do I want to specialize in? That's very important because you find out that, you know, sometimes I started just because I wanted to be in banking, but I didn't know what area of banking exactly I wanted to grow in. So it took me time to move from retail banking to commercial, I mean, to business banking, to commercial banking. And now I'm in corporate and investment bank. But I could have known earlier in my career that I wanted to do corporate and investment bank and that would have shortened my career span or timeline to get to where today. So it's very, very important in any career to know what specific area of that career you want to specialize in. If you're not a banker today, what other profession do you think you will have been? Probably an engineer. Uh, something in the sciences uh, would have. Um, I actually wanted to be either a civil engineer or, or a chemical engineer, but um, I wasn't really strong in my chemistry. So uh, that affected me not going into um, sciences and I opted for finance and economics. Yeah. So, so generally speaking, what is your final thought? You know, when you you pick someone today and you just like maybe as a coach or whatever it is, you want to mentor someone, what what are, what are going to be like the summary of some things you would like the person to know? First and first will be in, in the person's academics, you want to be the person who wants to distinguish himself or herself. So your, your grade, your cumulative grade, when you're graduating, it's very, very important. Secondly, is to begin an early, to be an early applicant in any organization you want to go. Like I said uh, earlier, um, I'm part of the group that recruits for diverse students. And right now, we're already interviewing for summer interns for next year. So some people are going to 
they've already started applying. They've started interviewing right now for summer interns of next year. But some people are going to wait till next year before they begin to apply. By that time, it will be too late. So it's always very important first to have a very good degree or very good cumulative GPA. Secondly, is to be an early, early applicant in the career path you want to go. And two is always um, what I'll, to always be able to persevere and be, you know, be patient in the career path. Um, you're not going to, you want to understand what the career path or what career growth is um, to get to a senior executive or senior management level and how long that takes. So you're not so much in a hurry and have a better understanding of your career growth and development. Look, look, looking at the next five years or 10 years for you, what do you have to say about, the, about what you are doing now? Well, in the, in the next five, 10 years, I, I see myself probably being in the, in the senior management level, um, making more of um, decisions, policy decisions, rather than more of the analytical work. Um, I see myself also mentoring people into in the that are interested in this career path. Um, also, regarding immigrants or people that like to that want to come into the country and they want they have interest in this role or in this financial in financial services generally. So to be able to just guide them and be a mentor to a few people out there. Uh, we really do appreciate your time that you have uh, taken uh, to be able to do this with us today. And I believe that uh, people who are going to listen to this podcast, maybe now in the future, it's still really going to be very relevant to them. Uh, before we let you go, God bless America, two of us. True. This is uh, a land of opportunities. And, um the model remains in God we trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really do appreciate your time. We know your time is very valuable and uh, we will call for you again and again. Thank you so much and, and do have a beautiful day. Thank you so much as well. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Yeah, again, for all our those who are listening to us, we really appreciate you. Don't forget, join us in our next podcast. This is uh, Dwell in the Land and my name is Rafa Tusi. I'm your host. 